Welcome to the Advisor Arena Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Malm and Josh Watson. This show is designed to share ideas and help you gain insight from some of your most successful peers. We will discuss industry news, hot topics, and challenges you may face, as well as give you some possible solutions. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody. This is Jamie Malm. I'm your host of the Advisor Arena podcast. I've got my co-host on with me, Josh Watson, and we have a very special guest for you today. As promised, it was coming. We've got Mr. Tom Hegna on with us today. Tom, welcome. Thank you, Jamie and Josh. Great to be with you. I'm probably not going to do your bio justice here, so feel free to interject. But you are the author of five well-known books. You are a very well-known national speaker. You're often considered, quote unquote, the retirement income expert. You've got your own TV special. Don't worry, retire happy. I mean, the list goes on and on with your expertise as it pertains to retirement income planning. Well, thank you. I mean, I spent a lot of years studying it and, uh, you know, I'm just trying to share that knowledge that I've learned over the years with, with other advisors. So Josh, I don't know if you've ever personally heard Tom speak, Tom, I saw you speak at an event in New York city. I think we were at Prudential if I'm remembering right. And I have yet to see anybody with your enthusiasm and passion for retirement planning and what this really means for people. So that's what I want to get into is not just the you know, the data is the data and the figures and the numbers and the things that we see out there. But one of the things that I love about the way that you communicate to people is what the end result really means for people's lives. So I want to start, obviously, with annuities and income planning and what that really means. But I have to share with you something that I really got a kick out of. I think it was on LinkedIn, if I'm remembering correctly, you were in communication with a a millennial who uh, disagreed a (laughs) bit and said something about you being quote unquote out of touch because nobody buys bonds anymore. So why are we even talking about a bond alternative? Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. I mean, I think that's a guy who buys those uh, AMC meme stocks and Dogecoin and, and (laughs) you know, traditional investing is dead. And the only people who buy bonds are, are, uh, grandmas and I can't remember what he said, but insurance company and grandmas or something is yeah, that were that you're out of touch bonds. because high net worth people yeah. don't buy bonds. Bond market's dead. And you had a great stat. I can't remember now what it was, but something about how large the bond market actually is and still is. Well, so. it is the largest market in the world, uh, the U S bond market. And, and it's considered the smartest market in the world. And that's why, you know, people can't understand if, if all these prices are going up and we see inflation in the news all the time, but the 30 year bond is still at 1.9%, you know, the bond market is telling me it doesn't see inflation, even though we all see it, but the bond market is, you know, so we'll see who's right. But I mean, bond market is pretty smart. And I, I think that can be confusing to people, right? So we talk so often about, you know, where can we get safety from? What are our options? So tell me what you would advise to financial advisors that are trying to make this point clear to, you know, their consumers. How do we talk about the bond market and alternatives and annuities most effectively? Well, you know, I wrote an article not too long ago that said the 60 40 portfolio is dead long live life insurance and annuities. And what I, what I meant in that article is that 
the bond market interest rates are so low. I mean, the 10 year treasuries at like 1.3 or 1.2 and the 30 year bonds at 1.9, you know, um, so you're not earning hardly any interest, but they have huge interest rate risk because if interest rates do go up, the value of those bonds can drop 20, 30, 40, 50, 60%. And so there's very little upside, huge downside risk in the bond market. And so what I advocate is that younger people, let's say, you know, below 55 or below 60 should, should, should be looking at maybe replacing their bond portfolio with, with cash value life insurance, whether that's whole life or IUL, I let the advisor pick, but, but life insurance, cash value life insurance typically gets a bond like return. Historically bonds were three to 6%. And that's what you can kind of expect from a life insurance policy, three to 6%, but they don't have the huge interest rate risk for older people. Let's say 60 and above, replace your bond portfolio with some type of income annuity because the way an income annuity functions inside of a portfolio, it functions like a triple A rated bond because it's guaranteed every, every month for the rest of your life with a triple C rated yield because the yield is much higher than what you can get in a money market or a CD or bonds with zero standard deviation, which means it does not fluctuate. And so, you know, if people would simply move their bond portfolio, they don't have to move their stock portfolio to annuities. I, 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 I don't say they have to do that, but, but move the bond portfolio to either cash value, life insurance or annuities. And I, they're going to have a, they're going to have a better rate of return. One of the things that I think there's such a, a misconception of is what the bond market has done over the last 30 years, maybe compared to what we see it doing potentially the next 30 years. And I, I don't know. Tell me if you think that is causing some people to maybe misinterpret what they can expect. Well, yeah, because everybody, you know, bases the future and what they've experienced in the past. But I remember the first house I bought, uh, I was so lucky to get a VA loan. I just came out of the military. I got a VA loan for 10% and, and regular rates were at 11 and 12% for a mortgage. Okay. <laughs> and now, you know, if somebody offered you a mortgage at 10 or 11 or 12%, mm. you, you know, you'd laugh them off. You, and, and so people think that interest rates, you know, have historically been very high and that they're going to go back being very high. I don't believe that's true. And, and, and the 30 year bond is, I have a number of crystal balls when I try to predict the future, but the 30 year U S government bond is one of my best crystal balls. And it's been the most accurate because over the past eight or 10 years, everybody keeps saying, Oh, interest rates are going to go up. Oh, they're going to go up now. Oh, the economy's booming. Oh, they're going to go up now. Now we have inflation. They're going to go up now. They have not gone up. And I watched that 30 year U S government bond. And when you see the 30 year U S government bond at 1.9%, that's the smartest market in the world telling me that interest rates are likely to stay low for decades because if interest rates were going up, if inflation was really here for the long term, you wouldn't see a 30 year bond at 1.9. You'd see it at five or six, or seven or 8%. And that's just not happening. And so I think interest rates are going to stay low for decades. You know, think about Japan, they've had negative interest rates for decades now and Europe has negative interest rates and interest rates are a lot like water. You know, if water's in a high spot and there's water in a low spot, it all flows down and kind of equals out. It's the same with interest rates. If, if, if a German bond is negative and we're at 1.8 or 1.9, everybody's going to start buying our bonds sure. and that's going to put pressure to, to, to our interest rates to go down. You know, and so people don't realize that interest rates now and we're a global economy and uh, and I just don't see interest rates going up a lot. Certainly they'll trend up and down, but the, 
I'm on the record saying the 10-year treasury is going to go negative before it ever hits 4%. Mm-hmm. Wow. We certainly appreciate your insight. You are um, well-versed on this topic. And you mentioned an article that you wrote called the 60-40 portfolio is dead. I noticed reference to that. I saw it myself and I thought that would be an excellent tool for um, producers that are trying to figure out how do I explain how things are evolving? So if somebody wants access to that, where can they get it? Yeah, it's on my blog at TomHegna.com. I've got a lot of different articles there. I've got, you know, why Ken Fisher really loves annuities and you should too. Mm-hmm. You know, the 60-40 portfolio is dead. I, I, I wrote one on all the annuity myths have uh, have gone away. You know, people say, I don't need an annuity. I got laddered bonds. Well, how does that work when the 10-year treasury is at 1.2%? Or they say, I don't need it. I've, I've got uh, rental properties. Yeah, how's that working out when, when renters don't have to pay rent and landlords can't evict them? You know, they say, oh, I have municipal bonds. Well, municipal bonds have been on the cover of Barron's Magazine three times in the last, you know, two years because this COVID has caused, caused their expenses to go up or their revenue to go down and that some of these municipal bonds are going to, you know, are, are, are likely going to default. And, and so all the things that they said, I, oh, dividend-paying stocks. Well, I love dividend-paying stocks, but during COVID, over 600 companies slashed or eliminated their dividends. I'm not saying these aren't, these aren't valid um, things to, to use, but they can't be replacements for guaranteed lifetime income that only an annuity can give you. Agreed. And that's a great point. What I always encourage our producers to do is have third party resources available to you. So it's not just uh, people feeling like you're spewing your opinion, but you have resources like you just referenced and your your blog where you can find those articles is a great resource. And it actually leads me into what I want to talk about next, which is another resource I know you have out there, which is objection handlers. And Josh, I'll let you talk about this a little bit because it's something that you and I discuss quite often. If you, my feeling is if you get to a point where you're handling an objection and you're addressing it, you've already somewhat backed yourself into a corner, right? Where now I'm on the, on the defensive and I've got to try to justify, you know, against why you, why you feel this way when maybe the better course of action would be to be well prepared, to be well versed and to bring it up on the front end first and know your stuff. Right. So you've got some great material out there. I know that several were I have a pension already, you know, for people that say, oh, I've got a pension already or I want to research it. I want to think about it. Tell me a little bit about how you suggest our financial advisors address that. Yeah, so um, the best way to handle an objection is to handle it before it ever comes up. And so I put all the key objections into my presentations. Oh, the fees are too high. I addressed that right in my presentation. It's not about fees. It's about where can I make the most, lose the least after fees. You know, that, that it's called risk-adjusted net return. That's what's important. And most annuities don't even have fees. So I, I put Susie Orman in my presentation. I put Dave Ramsey. I put Ken Fisher. I put uh, fees. I put you know, any, any of the normal objections, I'm going to put that into my presentation and address it up front. Because if you don't, and you think they're not going to ask it, they will. And if, and if it comes up later that one of their friends or their brother-in-law or their neighbor says something that you never addressed, you can absolutely lose the sale because they think you're trying to, you know, um, be deceptive or something. And so something. I put all the things right on the table during a presentation. And then I don't, then I don't get the objections. Yep. I agree with that. And it's not something that 
is just a, hey, we think this might work. If you look at any respected, you know, sales professionals, it just makes common sense. Don't wait for them to go back and find something on the Internet or talk to so-and-so's brother-in-law and maybe get correct info, maybe not. Let's talk about the pros and cons and be very transparent in everything that we're talking about. That's always the best course of action. So you have like over a hundred topics out on your your website for support yeah. for advisors. What's the one that you yeah, so, you hear of most commonly? Well, I mean, most people talk about the fees of an annuity. That's why they don't like, oh, the fees are too high. Well, most annuities don't even have fees. Uh, Aspia, Idea, no fee. They're, they're not fee products. They're spread products. A fixed in, index annuity, not a fee product. A fixed index annuity, or fixed annuity, not a fee product. Really, there's only Rylas, the registered index linked annuities. Most of them are not fee products. And so, really, the only annuities that have fees are variable annuities and then some optional riders. And that mm-hmm. doesn't mean they're bad. It means you have to weigh out what is the fee versus what is the guarantee. Because the only reason there's a fee in any annuity is because it's got guarantees that stocks and bonds and mutual funds and ETFs do not have. Um, but I agree with you a lot on using disinterested third-party references. See, I always tell advisors, you have a conflict of interest with your client. You may not know it, but you do. Because if, if, you, if they buy, you get paid. If they don't buy, you don't get paid. But see, I don't get paid whether they buy or not. Forbes magazine doesn't get paid whether they buy or not. Wall Street Journal, Michael Fink, Dr. Wade Fowle, none of these people get paid whether they buy or not. So use these disinterested third-party white papers and articles. I put all the references that I've used in in the back of my book. So every one of my books has the references. Those would be great white papers to look up and print out and carry some of those with you. Um, I'm in a number of articles in Forbes magazine. You can Google Forbes and Tom Hagnett. Boom, some articles will pop up. Use Dr. Wade Fowle's stuff. Use Dr. Michael Fink's stuff. Use Dr. Moshe Malevsky's stuff. Dr. David Babel. I mean, there's some great resources out there. Um, The Alliance for Lifetime Income, Mm. protectedincome.org. has all kinds of compliance approved third party articles to get FINRA letters on these things. And then they've got tools and they've got things that you can customize and put your name and address and phone number on brochures and things. And so, and that's all free. And so I would, I would, you know, tell your advisors, they should go to protectedincome.org as a resource for some of these disinterested third party articles. And then follow me on social media because I post a lot of them. Yes. I, If for any of our advisors that have been with us for years, you may remember that we used to have an article library database and it, you know, years ago, we did not have access to the plethora of information that we have now. So if you're trying to, you know, go back and rewind and jot down all those resources that Tom just listed, don't worry, just email Josh or I, the advisor arena at gradientib.com. We will provide you that database, those resources that Tom just listed, because they are excellent. And one of the things that you mentioned, Tom, that I love about the material that you provide is how you incorporate this into your presentations for consumers. So you don't present one side of the story and then hope that advisors are well-versed enough and know how to piecemeal together resources well enough on their own after the fact to address concerns or objections. You put it all right in there for them up front. And I want to talk about some of that material. So tell me, tell me what the first step is that you would 
suggest to an advisor that says, you know what, I really want to use some of this content. I want to use some of these presentations. Where do I go to get started? Okay. So, you know, I have a, I have a whole system called Tom Hagnon demand and it's online training and coaching system. It does three things. Number one training, because it takes 10,000 hours to become a master at anything I've presented for over 10,000 hours. And so I put those types of things into that training. It does coaching. So before every appointment, they can go to the coaching site and a video me pops up and say, tell me about this appointment. Is your client single or married? They click single. How old is this person? 72. Well, once you hit those two buttons, a video me pops up. Okay. You're going on an appointment with a 72 year old widow. Here's going to be her key concerns. Here's the products you're probably going to want to use. Here's the questions you should ask her. Here's going to be her objections. And here's how I would handle those objections. And I coach them before they go on the appointment. The next day they're going on an appointment with a married couple in the thirties, they hit married 35, a video me pops up and I coach them totally different than I did for the widow the day before. And the third thing it has is what's called retire happy you. This is for clients. This is, um, I go over the seven steps of don't worry, retire happy. And it's about a two hour course if somebody did it all. But as they watch these little short video clips, uh, the advisor gets an email. Hey, the Johnsons just watched the clip on long-term care insurance. The Andersons just watched the clip on life insurance. So then, then you can follow up with them and say, Hey, I uh, just saw this great thing on life insurance. Thought you, and, and it'll be, it'll be more important to them because they just, they just learned something about it. But before anybody goes and signs up for any of my stuff, what I would recommend is that they go to, go to this website and watch. I've got five free webinars. I'm going to have a sixth one soon, but you go to tomhagnet.com forward slash webinars. That's very simple. TomHagnet.com forward slash webinars. I've got a webinar there on the don't worry, retire happy. It's called seven simple stories that sell. I've got one on, on how to sell more life insurance. I've got one on handling objections. I've got one on how to thrive in this post lockdown environment. And I've got one on, on, uh, um, Let's see, I, did I say handling objections? Because I've got handling mm -hmm. objections. And, oh, on how to deliver powerful webinars. And each of these webinars don't even need a credit card. They're completely free, but they have powerful content. And if somebody would just spend the time to watch those things, um, they, they would get offered a super deal that we don't even offer on our website or anywhere else on some of these products, the books, the audio books, the training, and they, they could just get a super deal. But So I would watch uh, those webinars to get to get the best deals. You know, that's such an excellent point. And I love the fact that you reference, um, you know, here's where to start. Don't go out and spend a bunch of money. Reference the things that are available to you for free first. And you have yeah. a ton of training yeah. out there that's available. One thing that I see happen so often, especially to advisors that have been in this industry for a long time, is they get stuck in their own rut. They get stuck in their own way of doing things and they forget, oh gosh, there's probably you know, other ways that are more effective or the industry has changing or I'm in a different situation right now than I was 18 months ago or even six months ago. And we have people out there struggling how to figure out how do I talk to this particular client about this particular topic? Well, it's out there. You're providing a resource and you're providing it at no cost. And yeah. one of the things that I love on yeah. your site that you just referenced is the retire happy you. It's for clients. I mean, how awesome to have access to something that is right out there for consumers. Love that. Yeah, and you say, look, this guy doesn't sell anything. I don't sell any financial products. I don't right. get compensated on the sale of any financial products. I'm trying to help everybody be happy in retirement. And and you know what? The, the research is so clear and it's coming out more and more every day that people of annuities are happier 
They live longer. That's that's incredible. So mm-hmm. so if you could be happier and live longer because of this guaranteed lifetime income that that reduces your stress, reduces your worry. Um, Dr. Michael Finger just did a whole white paper on people of guaranteed income spend a lot more money in retirement, and it's the spending of money in retirement that allows you to be happy. It's the dinners out. It's the bottles of wine yes. with your friends. It's the travel. It's the cruises. That's how you enjoy your retirement. Too many people, they got, you know, three million bucks stashed in some account somewhere, but they're scared to death to do anything with it. Oh, what mm-hmm. happens if market crashes? What happens if interest rates go? What happens if we have inflation? What happens if Bitcoin crash? And, and they don't touch their money and they die. And I, I tell people, look, I'm not trying to be the richest guy in the cemetery. All right. I am spending my money. You're supposed to spend all of your money before you die. You're supposed to leave life insurance to your family. So, Leave life insurance to your family, leave life insurance to your charities because you can do that for pennies on the dollar and then spend all your money. The problem is you don't know how long you're going to live. You don't know what the market's going to do. And that's why you need to have a portion, not all of your money, a portion of that money in guaranteed lifetime income in the form of an annuity because that allows you to, to spend money and enjoy yourself because if all you got is assets, people who have assets are miserable in retirement. People who have income are happy in retirement. I love what you just said there. And if nothing else, I hope the advisors that are listening think, gosh, if I could take one one liner away from this, think how different your marketing can be. People with assets are miserable in retirement. Wow. Think if you just did that one thing in your next, uh, I don't know, webinar or social media post or communication to clients. It's a change into what we've always done that is starting to fall on deaf ears. You've got to reach people on a different level. And I love the material that you provide. One more thing about Retire Happy You, because I I don't want to forget this, but for people that are thinking, um, you know, you need to expand what you're offering to consumers. I love the bonus material that you provide here because it gets really specific to like alternative couples, women, late savers. Like you get really specific with the people that you're, you're reaching out to with this material, which I love. That's not that common. Yeah, because women women face risk, men don't, because they live longer. And many times they're the caregiver for their husbands, so the husband needs some type of long-term care. Who takes care of him? The wife. Then he dies. What happens to her? And a lot of times the resources are then spent on caring for the husband. Now she's alone and she has no money. And so there's there's specific risks for women. There's specific risks for late savers. You know, people say, oh, geez, I'm 60 years or 55 years old and I only got 10,000 saved up. Well, you're in big trouble, okay? But but here's the plan to get you there. And, and there's, a, uh, there's a true story, and don't worry, retire happy, of a 55-year-old woman, recently divorced, had almost nothing, and by the time she was 71, she had more income coming in for the rest of her life than she ever did when she was working. And so you can't retire at 60 if you got no money at 55, but by 70, 71, 72, you could probably have a decent retirement. And, and so I go over specific steps that people can take. And, and I just think, you know, I didn't get here by myself. I, I wouldn't be here without the Kinder Brothers, without Joe Jordan, without Ted Kilkuski. There were people in my life that taught me things I did not know and taught me a better way of presenting. And that's all I'm trying to do. Look, I'm not trying to get rich doing this. I, I made my money. I don't need to, I, I really am not doing it for the money anymore. I, I'm playing golf and playing tennis and, and pickleball mm-hmm. and stuff. I'm trying to live the life I'm teaching people how to how to get to, but you're not going to get there by yourself. I didn't get here by myself and you can't find any top producer who say, Oh, I did it all myself. No, they didn't. They learned from mentors. They learned from other people at MDRT or top producer meetings. And you've got to learn from others 
uh, you know, otherwise you're going to, you're going to, you're going to learn a lot of hard lessons by yourself. And you kept learning. You didn't just say, okay, yeah. I think I've got it. I figured it out. I'm never going to evolve. I'm never going to take any more input. And I think that's so important is, you know, we've got, we've got very successful advisors that have done this for years. It doesn't mean there's not more to learn. It doesn't mean that there's not things that are changing. It doesn't mean there are different viewpoints like this millennial that thinks the bond market is dead. I mean, <laughs> views are changing. Yeah. We've got to address that. We've got to start putting it in our presentations. We've got to provide resources for people that show this is not my opinion. Let me give you credible disinterested third party data that supports what I'm trying to help you achieve here. So Tom, thank you so much for anybody that is wanting access to some of this. Start with the free webinars that Tom mentioned. If you want to use your vendor bucks, your producer bucks, any of your marketing dollars that Gradient provides, this would be an excellent opportunity to have us pay for this for you. So email us, go to theadvisorarena.com. Let us know what questions you have. If you want the resources that Tom mentioned, the other third-party resources, we can provide that to you. Tom, I appreciate your time so much. You're excellent as always. And thank you. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you.